When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to another episode of the Broncos Avenue podcast. We are live today. Uh, super great day. I'm your host, Amir, with my great co-host, Jordan Mackey. And today's special guest, we have Broncos TikToker, Ice Trav. A lot of you guys that are on TikTok are fans of the Denver Broncos. You have to know who this guy guy is. One of the biggest, um, you know, content creators out there. Super excited to have you on the show. Been waiting a minute for this one. But Jordan, Trav, how are you guys doing today, man? I'm doing good, man. You know, it was a great week. Um, my Spurs won a lottery, so I finally got something to celebrate. Hopefully, we build another dynasty, man. But, you know, uh, it's been a great week. Trav, how are you doing, bro? Dude, I've been good, man. Uh, you know, with uh, everything happening, you know, LeBron, you know, on his way out, you know, it's a great, it's a great thing to see. So, Oh, that's amazing. Hey, what's going on, everybody in the chat? Jess, how are you doing today? Bilbo, another OG in the chat. How are you doing, Bilbo? Jay, my guy, absolutely one of the OG supporters on here. How are you doing? Uh, Beast Prods, how are you doing? Con, what's going on? Um, Jess, first and foremost, how about them Nuggets? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We got the freaking do- up 2-0 on Lakers. I'm not going to celebrate too early or anything. And that's kind of like a good intro into the start of our episode today. So, how are we feeling? Obviously, Jordan, you're a Spurs fan. Trav, you're, uh, you're a Hawks fan. So how are we feeling about the Nuggets, uh, just the overall NBA playoffs, even the Celtics uh, series? How are we feeling about how everything's uh, shaping up? Uh, I mean, for me, I my pick was um, I had the Nuggets or the Clippers, um, and I think I had the Bucks third winning it all. Obviously, Kawhi went down. But, I mean, the way the playoffs been going, man, I've been loving it. Devin Booker was was going crazy. Now it's Jimmy, Jimmy Butler been going crazy the entire playoffs. I, I really loved almost every game of it, honestly. Um the Nuggets, I'm happy for them. You know, I, I don't really care who wins out of the Nuggets and the uh, Lakers. You know, both of them kind of rooting for both of them. But, yeah, I mean, we'll see how it is. Uh, Trav, how are we feeling about this uh, Lakers-Nuggets series? Nuggets up 2-0. Jamal Murray goes absolutely just Michael Jordan in the fourth quarter. Um, dude, I got home, and uh, I just went absolutely ballistic, dude. He watching uh, the highlights. Goodness, what a what a freaking game! And the fact that Jokic isn't even having to be like as crazy as he like he literally dropped fifty three in the the last series and still lost. And he didn't even, in the win. He just all only dropped twenty three. Obviously, the triple double is huge. But how are we feeling about the series, Trav? I think that a lot of people just you know thought LeBron was gonna walk in there and you know make Jokic you know a kid or whatever whatever the case may be. But I don't know, man. Like we we seen you know game two two zero and. It's looking like LeBron might be 
No. LaFlop, and he might no. be on his way out there, bro. No. Like, <laughs> no. Holy shit. Hey, I love LeBron, but yeah. this don't look good, bro. This don't look good. Nah, I mean, uh, and and what's crazy is that like this is this series LeBron hasn't played well. I mean, obviously, but I mean, it's just it's it's kind of crazy when you think about it because it's like we never seen LeBron play like this. The age is somewhat getting to him this series. I don't want to say the age is like creeping up on him, but I mean, AD just got to play better, bro. AD cannot go. You cannot go four for fifteen. I, I don't care what no one says. You can't like it's like with Anthony Davis. Like every other game, it's been like that the whole playoffs. One game is. 34 and 20. Next game is what he did last night, 4 for 15. Doesn't even have 20. It's just – AD got to play better, man. But Jokic, he should have won MVP in the first place. I'm, I'm, I'm not even surprised what he's doing. Dude, that's just like well, – can we talk about that for a minute? I don't – like, how can you play even better this year but then you lose the MVP? Like, I understand yeah. – and I'm not going to lie. I'm like a huge – I wouldn't say I'm a Joel Embiid hater, but like to an extent he kind of did deserve it. But at the same time, it's like I know it's kind of a regular season thing, but when you talk about who is more valuable to a team, sit here and tell me with a straight face that Joel Embiid is more valuable to a, a team that is trying to make the, the NBA Finals. He's, a, he's no, just he's not. not. He's, not. he's no. just not – he's not as skilled. He's not as clutch. He's – He's not he's not an all-around better, more valuable player than Nikola Jokic. And I feel like a lot, it's not even a debate at this point. A lot of people would agree with me on that. And Jess says last night was a mid-game for the Nuggets. It he, was in the first the first two games, they keep blowing leads. I'm gonna be honest. And well, last night they they uh it was a really close game, really good game until the end. They got up to like 15 point lead and they ended up nearly choking it. So honestly, this is a good sign for my for my nuggets. Because I feel like the best is yet to come, just like Jess says there. Um, obviously, you see a lot of teams play like their best ball early, and then they just kind of crumble after that. I feel like this team is just all around from top to bottom, just way better than it was a few years, three years ago when they played the Lakers in the Western Conference Finals. I mean, you talk about at that time, we had like Fuku, Compazzo, uh, uh, Mason Plumley. Like from top to bottom, we're just like 1,000 times better. So I'm, I'm really happy by everything right now. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's crazy because people are saying Jokic didn't have his best game, and he ended it with 23, 17, and 12. That just goes to show you just how impactful he is. It's it's actually crazy. Like, I don't think we're – like, it's actually – I don't want to say he's better than Giannis, but, like, I think it's a it's a serious debate now on who's the best player in the league out of him and Giannis. It's, it's neck and neck. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you guys saw that clip of uh, I don't know if it's like an old clip that got pulled up, but apparently Giannis was like uh, someone asked him in like a TikTok live about joining the Warriors, and he was just smiling, saying like, "Hey, man," but I was like, "There's no way this is like actually recent." Like, bro, he's got to be trolling. If Giannis joins the Warriors, they're like they're un unstoppable, unbeatable. That would be the, like the most unfair. They would ruin thing. basketball. They're yeah, what? Well, no, the crazy thing is before Giannis got that extension, when he was like said to become a free agent, like, before they made the trade with Drew Holiday and everything like that, he was linked to Golden State. Like, he was, like, going into free agency. That was, like, that was a team that was, like, to keep an eye out on that it could have happened. But Giannis is staying in Milwaukee. But, I mean, looking at the playoffs, back to the playoffs right now, I'm going to just say this. I think whoever wins this series out of the Nuggets and the Lakers is going to win the championship. I don't – Miami is great. Don't get it wrong. Miami is great. And Boston is great. But for Miami, I don't see – there's no way Jimmy can carry can carry them that much to beat the to, to beat the Nuggets. I just don't think you know I, I, or the Lakers. 
Um, and Boston, Boston's just too inconsistent. They're just up and down. You don't know what type of game is going to be. Jalen Brown give you 40. Tatum give you 30, 50. Then, then next game, it's both none of them do good. And then you got Marcus Smart, the hero, Horford, the hero. You, you never know. Like, you never know with the Celtics. So, yeah, I'll say yeah. Nuggets, the Lakers winning it all, man. It's looking like the Nuggets. The Celtics' identity is like so weird. And uh, Trav, I know you can speak to this. They uh, bounced your Hawks out of the playoffs. Um, how are you? How are you feeling? How are you feeling about uh, uh, that series? Because like, and I kind of agree with Jordan to an extent. After like the um, the end to the Sixers series, I was kind of scared of the Celtics. I'm not gonna lie, but like they they just feel like an inconsistent team. Like I don't, I don't know what to make of the Celtics. Like I don't even know who to be afraid of in the Eastern Conference Finals going into the finals. I don't think the West should like fear the East at all. Um, I mean, the Celtics are a team that should have took the Hawks and rolled them up in four and spit them out, but um, they couldn't <laughs> do that. And then you know they went to the wire with the Sixers, which shouldn't have been a thing either. Um, I mean, it just seems like the Celtics downplay to their opponent. And I'm going to be completely honest: the Nuggets um, or the Lakers will just handle them, and it, it won't even be a problem. I agree with JMX's take on that, actually. And I've been yeah. saying that since the start. Like, the Celtics aren't going to go. Like, even if they get there, they're not going to win. They're just going to be – they're going to be like they were last year. They're going to be Curry, somebody in the West is sun again. It's just it. Yeah, and the, the the thing is, if James Harden didn't play like a middle schooler in the last two games, Philly, Philly could have easily beat him. I don't, man, it's just – I agree with Trav. You can't really fear nobody right now in the East. Giannis isn't there. I mean, Jimmy is like – I fear I fear Miami more than I do Boston. I don't know. I think that's just me. I just feel like Miami can get there. I feel like Jimmy could, but I don't know, man. Miami Wait. has the fight, so I think yeah. that's the only scary thing. Miami got the fight, fight, but Jamal yeah. Murray – Jamal Murray on, on any given night can just explode like he did yesterday. Yeah. And then there's the other nights where he just drops like 15 on like five of 15 shooting. Like he, I'm not gonna lie, Jimmy, uh, excuse me, Jamal Murray, my favorite player in the NBA, but he's just like too inconsistent at times. But when he turns it on, man, like you can make an argument that this dude is like an all star, like nearly an all star starter. No, he like, is, yeah. He's a dog. He he's a dog in the clutch sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. And it's crazy. Like I don't think we've ever seen like a number one seed though get slept on as much as the Nuggets. Like, going into the playoffs, nobody really had them. Like, nobody had them even making it, like, as a one seed. Like, people were like, man, they're going to get bounced. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I'm looking at their road. I'm like, unless they happen to play the Clippers, I'm like, that's a that's a toss-up. But I'm like, I, like, I knew going into the Phoenix series, I'm like, they're, they're going to bounce Phoenix easily. Phoenix could barely beat the Clippers with just Russell Norman Powell. And I'm like, the Nuggets are going to steamroll them. And they beat them in, what, five or was it six? Oh, six, yeah. Six. six, yeah. So, and Devin Booker, KD was dropping, had to drop 80 points combined to even get that. So, nah. But, yeah, I mean, it, it's crazy. Nobody Guys, I, I am loving the interaction in the comments today. Thank you so much for everybody that's, you know, staying in here and, you know, being able to talk to us. Uh, Broncos base, you can go get a job. Please get out of my comments hey, section. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, but look, just, just, just hold on for a second about LeBron. Like, I will say, yeah, LeBron isn't playing his best basketball this series, but he's still the GOAT. LeBron's still the goat. Yeah, he so. he's still the mm. goat. He's he's still the goat. But I was Anthony Davis. Like he's just too inconsistent. Like LeBron's that's just too old to be on that team, bro. He don't yeah, have to help. Yeah, like because the, the thing with LeBron, he, he can't carry them. Like you see, he's forcing threes. Like it's like every time LeBron shoot a three, I just get so mad. Like LeBron, why are you shooting the ball? Like you're going zero for six. He hasn't made a three this series yet. It's just. It's frustrating. Oh, man. yeah. There's like a stat out there where in like the last certain amount of games, he's one for 20 for three in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Like, he, bro, you are not that guy. Stop shooting the ball. 
Yeah, he, he give can't the ball really... to Austin Reeves at this point. Yeah, it's just outside of the bubble, though. Can we like actually like look at the fact that like LeBron's tenure in LA has actually kind of been a failure? Like, actually, yeah, and no, no, it has, but. I'm not gonna put it all on him, but a part of part of it has been like management. Like I would say, like the first year, the first year with Russ was absolutely terrible. They mm-hmm. they they went off season said, okay, we're gonna bring Rondo back. Ken Bay is more Juan Toscano Anderson, DeAndre Jordan. We got a squad. No, nobody is winning with that team. That's just that's true, bro. You said DeAndre like, Jordan. Yeah, I mean, they had DeAndre Jordan getting starter minutes, and then I think they brought in they were running a lineup. If I must like, had Dwight out there wrong. too. Yeah, like, correct me if I'm wrong. They were running a lineup at one point with, like, Westbrook, Isaiah Thomas, Rondo, LeBron, and uh, DeAndre Jordan. Like, who? Yeah. Like, who's going to That's crazy. That? Now like, all of them aren't even that? getting minutes in the NBA, which is most, crazy. Most of them not even in – Isaiah Thomas not in the league. Ken Bazemore yeah. is not in the league. Juan Toscano, I think he's on the Jazz or the Timberwolves, something like that. Like, Oh, yeah, I remember, I remember a clip from a flight – uh completely destroying him after a Warriors game. This dude call him a bomb. He should have shouldn't even be picked up off the streets. I would dude and the fact that he was getting big time minutes from the Lakers, that's crazy. Yeah, it's it's insane. All right, but yeah, uh, enough of um destroying all that. Um, still, I don't think this playoff run destroys anything of LeBron's legacy. I think he's still one of the all time greats, and we can argue all day long. Um, I get in so many arguments with this. I still think MJ's a go. We can go having two hour podcasts about that. But today's episode, why everybody is in here, everybody in the comment section, um, keep letting us know what you guys think about everything. Um, great to see everybody uh, doing well today in the comments, but. Uh, we are going to go ahead and rank off our top 10 current Denver Broncos players just for the fun of it. Um, we're going to go ahead and start with a Jordan starting. Um, you can go ahead and start from number 10 and go to one just to make it a little bit more fun. What okay. do you have? Who do you have as your top 10 uh, current Denver Broncos? Uh, it was kind of a toss up. I'm not going to lie for like yeah. 10, but for 10, I'm going to go with the young edge rush. I'm going to go Baron Browning. I like Baron Browning just because he, when he, when he, when like we first moved on the edge, he like, move like Vaughn like he kind of had the Vaughn like S type people were kind of comparing him and I mean when he's healthy if he can stay healthy he's a beast like I feel like him and Randy Gregory can come in the season to be really impactful um so yeah he's my number 10 number nine Caden Stearns we had him on the pod I think this year is gonna be a big uh it's gonna it's gonna be a it's gonna be a big jump for Caden Stearns I think he he's he's gonna start right because they said Kareem Jackson said he's gonna take a lesser role well, the thing is, uh, Cream Jackson did go on like the Hey K Adams show or whatever it's called, and he did say that the, that report was like cap. He said that um, nobody in the Broncos office had any communications to him about him taking a lesser role. And the words he said exactly, uh, quote unquote, said he said that to my knowledge, um, I will be getting the same exact uh, kind of role that I had last year, this year, which he might be in for a surprise. Well, that's just a wait and see. Um, that's kind of tough, but yeah. Uh... Yeah, that's that's extremely tough. But yeah, Caden Stearns just I want to see what he can do. Young safety, and he's already had some pretty mm-hmm. good plays. Um, this was tough. Number eight, I'm gonna go Kareem, Kareem Jackson. Uh obviously when he came when he came to Denver the first time, I didn't really like it because I didn't really like him at corner with the Texans living in Houston. It was just you always you always knew Kareem Jackson and Jonathan Joseph was just kind of like not that good. But I mean he came to Denver and he did great. They moved him to safety, and he's just been kind of the heart of the defense, just coming downhill, really lighting stuff, really lighting stuff up. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I I love Kareem Jackson, just and plus he's really funny too. K Jack TV is hilarious. Um, 
where was I at? Number seven. Yeah, number seven, I'm going to go Corlin Sutton. Uh, obviously, when we first drafted him, he was wide receiver three. We traded Emmanuel, traded DT. Came in. He came in, immediately made the Pro Bowl, made some good plays. Uh, then he got injured, kind of struggling. But, I mean, all in all, I do like Corlin Sutton. I know I said that I thought the Broncos are going to trade him. Um, but I it's still love for Corlin Sutton, one of my favorite receivers in the league. Number six, you're going to love you probably going to hate that I got him this low, Amir, but Javante Williams. Um I haven't had really Javante hasn't really given me enough time to kind of like love him. Like um obviously his rookie year, he was crazy. He started off this year crazy. I just want to see more Javante for me to actually put him in like my top five of like favorite players. Um, but number five, I'm gonna go <laughs> number five, I'm gonna go Jerry Judy. Um Jerry Judy, man. He's Whoa. Just, yeah, J- Jerry Judy. No, I-, I love Jerry Judy. Like, I think Judy is kind of He's just fun to watch. Like his routes, it kind of took him a while to come on. You got the drops and everything like that. But Judy just, I loved him at Bama, especially when we got him. I really loved it. Great receiver. And finally, our wide receiver won. He's going to have a big year this year. Number four, I'm going to go Tim Patrick. Now, this is just my personal favorite. I love Tim Patrick. Ever since uh, he first kind of really got put inside the lineup, oh, just an old reliable type of receiver. Went a whole season without getting a drop. Not afraid to step up and be the wide receiver one when needed to be. Never shot, never shot away from the ball. Just and he made some great plays, like the Diggs one against the Cowboys. Like, just I love Tim Patrick, man. I, I was so happy when George Payton extended him. Number three, I'm gonna go with Russ. Now, Russ hasn't really done that well with Denver so far, but just I just remember back to when we made the trade to get Russ, and it was just the excitement I had. Like, we got a quarterback and everything like that. I think Russ is gonna definitely win comeback player of the year and have a bounce back year this season. Um, but yeah, I just love Russ. I love Russ in Seattle. Maybe tough to say because you know Seahawks, but I did. I love Russ. Russ is one of my favorite quarterbacks, one of my favorite players. So yeah, um, number two, I'm gonna go Justin Simmons. To me, he's the best safety in the league. I don't know what everybody else believes, but to me, he's the best safety in the league. Toss up between him and Derwin, ball hawk, the the soul of the defense. Just gets he can cover. I mean, I how can you not love Justin Simmons? He came in for T.J. Ward and immediately started to ball out like he. It's Justin Simmons. Like, I love the dude off the field, too. Just, to me, the best safety in the league. And then finally, number one, I got to get his jersey. Patrick Sertan, <laughs> the best cornerback in the league. The best cornerback in the league. I don't even really have to speak about his game. We all know who Patrick Sertan is. Shut down. Going to shut down. Just, he shut down corner. Everybody loves to shut down corner on the team. And I love, Pat, I love Patrick Sertan. Obviously, he's my favorite player in the league right now. I mean, you just watch his tape. Just Jesus Christ. Patrick tends a beast, but yeah, that's my top 10. So Trav, um, what do you have? And there's one player that I'll, I'll get to it. Jordan, you left out. I was so, I was so shocked. Um, maybe I'm really high in him. Uh, it's a one player that like during the off season, I was hyping up so much for the Broncos to get him. Uh, oh. I'll get to that in a little Already? bit. Already. Okay. Go, go ahead. Trav. Anyways, Trav, uh, what, what, who do you have in your top 10 starting from 10? Uh, so my 10 is, is a little different. I think, I think we got to show love to, to Josie's jewel at 10, man. Um, I feel like he makes good plays, uh, in crunch time. Like we've seen against the chiefs, him and him and Alex Singleton, I actually have them at, at 10 and nine. I feel like the duo together and, you know, with Drew Sanders walking in that locker room, it's kind of like your eyes are just popping like at the defense. So that's my 10 and nine, eight. I have Randy Gregory. I think he's going to be I think he's really going to be impactful off of injury. People are forgetting the real identification of Randy Gregory and what he can do to a quarterback. So mm-hmm. I think that uh, I think Gregory's going to be great off the edge. Um, 
And I actually have Wilson right above Gregory. I don't have Wilson. As much as I love Wilson, I don't have him that high. Um, I feel like this year, like with everything Wilson has, like there's no excuses for him. There's none. Um, and I think I think that he is that guy. So uh, but uh, I think that it's with Sean and this this whole team. There's there's not much to I can't put Russ that high right now for me personally. That's fair. That's um, fair. And then I have Tim Cortland. Uh, Javante, Jerry Simmons, and NPS two just like Jay and Banks. So, yeah, that's, that's a there's uh yeah. So I'm gonna go ahead and start my list uh, at number ten. Literally exactly like you, I have Josie Jewel right there at number ten. It just feels like the sweet spot for him. And um, after I finish my uh, top ten, I don't know if I should do my honorable mentions right now, but I went ahead and put some honorable mentions in there. Um, I'm going to go ahead and just go up my list and then say my honorable honorable mentions. So number 10, I got Josie Jewell, um, just really easily the best linebacker on the team, underrated linebacker in the league. When he is healthy, he's just a dog, man. He could literally do just about everything. His coverage could definitely use some improvement. But overall, as a linebacker, what we ask him to do in this defense, he he's really, really damn good at it. Um, he just like I feel like he doesn't get enough love for how he's like the glue to this defense because when Josie Jewell is out, like – Alex Singleton wasn't playing his absolute best ball. Jonas Griffiths wasn't playing his absolute best ball. Like I feel like he's just uh, like a um, he's just like a pillar for that defense. So um, I love I love Josie Jewell a lot. Um, then number nine, I have Caden Stearns. I just feel like he's just like the potential is off the roof. But not only that, when he's just on the field, just like Josie Jewell, he plays really good ball. Doesn't let anything get completed near his way. He had an eight point three passer rating allowed. I'm gonna keep throwing that stat out there because not it, not enough people talk about that. And his like first few games to start off the season last year, eight point three passer rating allowed. Nobody was doing that in the NFL at all at his race like if he kept putting up that that kind of those kind of numbers throughout the season we would have been talking about him as like a top five safety in the nfl that's like absolutely insane that we already had just simmons who's arguably the best safety in the nfl in my opinion he is um number eight i have tim patrick um maybe a little bit lower than jordan but i feel like he's still a really good wide receiver um don't feel like i don't think anything in his game like is super shocking or like makes him elite by any means besides his ability to be like just a wider uh, a reliable wide receiver and catch everything that's thrown his way but other than that nothing is like super like jaw dropping but at the same time he does everything so well so i think tim Pack Tim Patrick is such a complete wide receiver from speed route running catching ability he just got it all um Number seven, um, Jordan probably will clown me for this, but I have Ben Powers right here. I feel like as an offensive lineman, he got the he got the bag, and there's a reason why. If you guys watch his tape, he is a really, really damn good guard. He deserved every every dollar in his contract. I feel like Obviously, he hasn't played a snap in the orange and blue yet, but as a, a Bronco, as a player in the NFL, we are we got to put him up there. He's a really good offensive I line. I thought about doing that, but I just was like, you know, I <laughs> I done that last year with Russ, and it kind of backfired, bro. I can't do it again. I can't do it again. I, I got to wait for the snap. You. you guys can come back to this and clown me all you want, but I bet you will come back to this clip after next year and say I Ben Powers you. was a home run no. signing. He's a, a beast. I think so, too. I think no. he's probably one of the best offensive linemen signed, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that too. I just, I, I don't know my favorites yet. <laughs> like, I just gotta, I just gotta see him play. He gotta like, protect Russ. Yeah, yeah. It's true. I, I just, I like Ben Powers. Everything I saw in this tape, easily one of the best players, um, on this team in my opinion. I mean, you know, who else is getting the contract that he's getting on this team? Like, not many other players are getting that that contract. And Sean Payton knows ball when it comes to the offensive line. So I think he's definitely going to um, quiet a lot of fans that were mad by that contract. Um, 
Number uh, six, I have uh, Garrett Bowles. Um, might get a little bit of hate for this one as well. I feel like when he is healthy, we were talking about him as a top five tackle in the league. So, and one of the best left tackles in the league. So, I think when he's healthy, he's a really, really good player. Um, just one thing that's like concerning us all is like him getting older, the injuries. That's like kind of the reason why me and Jordan were preaching a little bit for us to trade him and use that that cast base elsewhere. Obviously, now it would be stupid to make that move because the draft and free agency is over with. But Garrett Bowles, I feel like just doesn't get enough love when he when he's on the field. He's playing really, really good. He bounced back from all that hate that he got, all the penalties and everything. Last year, penalties were getting a little bit of an issue before he got he broke his leg. But I feel like Garrett Bowles is a really, really good uh, and talented player. Um, number five, I have uh, my favorite player of all time, Javante Williams. Um, uh, Javante, where Trav, where did you have uh, Javante? I think I missed that. Uh, I had him at four. Four. Okay, so he's higher on me uh, than Javante, and I, I absolutely my favorite player, Javante Williams. I got to be honest with this list. So I have him here at five. I think Javante is just such a dynamic running back. Everything that he can do, um, y'all, you guys can go ahead and clip this and say the glazing's crazy, but Javante is just an absolute menace on the field, dude. And I was watching a lot of the Let's Talk Broncos podcast, and they're getting me a little nervous because like the fact that um, they're bringing this up, the fact that he's such a like a a downhill player where he depends on contact and that's what makes his game. And the fact that he tore almost every ten tendon in that knee, it, it's very worrisome. Um, but I'm just going off of the last time we saw Javante play and Javante is just an absolute beast. He, when Javante is not on the field, and I could say this for a lot of players on this list. When Javante is not on the field, you notice an impact on the offense. Look how look how much the offense struggled last year. It was because Javante was not on the field. We depended so much on him in Pat Shermer's offense a few years ago. Towards the beginning of the season last year, we were winning a few games and picking up yardage because of Javante Williams. You look at a few years ago when Melvin Gordon was ruled out oh, against God. that Chiefs game. We nearly won because Javante put up 200-plus scrimmage yards. Like, an absolute dog and perfect timing that Javante Media is in the comment section. He's just an absolute, you know, <laughs> an absolute menace, absolute menace on the field. He just does everything well, and I feel like his receiving ability is underrated as well. Um, I think Javante is on his way to when he's at, when he becomes healthy in 2024. Watch out, he's going to be like a top 10 running back in my opinion, and maybe even higher than that. Like I think Javante, people really sleep on his impact on this offense. And he's another one, just like Josie Jewell. He's the glue to this offense, in my opinion. Um, number four, I have Russell Wilson, just like you were saying, Jordan, I just can't help but ignore the fact that, um, uh, never forget, uh, yeah, I, I called this way before um, a lot of people did. I remember I said on the show, Javante was going to be back a lot sooner than our people. I, I could get into a whole thing about that. Um, have an article on that. Make sure you guys check that out. Um, Javante will be back a lot sooner than a lot of you guys are saying. Um, I think he will be ready week one. Uh, but Champagne's saying he might be ready for training camp, which is absolutely insane. I actually didn't know as far as that, but um, we'll crazy. see about that. I think I think he'll be he'll definitely definitely be limited, and he'll probably miss some practices, but. If he actually like returns for training camp, is taking like contact. I don't think we've like besides like Adrian Peterson. I don't think we've ever seen something like this. Like no, this is I mean, absolutely insane. But it's like, like isn't he doing this quicker than AP though? Like this is like crazy. And yeah. AP and he yeah. tore more. Yeah, I'm gonna say AP only tore his ACL. He tore like everything in his knee. I don't know if I if I was Denver, I would kind of like put a caution on that him coming back so early. Like, I think that's that's crazy. J.K. Dobbins had a similar injury and and he came back last year and he he did all right, but they, they yeah. had similar injuries. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. He came he came back kind of late in the year too. It took him like wasn't it like a while. Week? It took him a while to come back. I'm surprised. That's why this whole thing about Javante is it's crazy that he's like talking. They're talking about week one. I thought at least it was gonna be like week. I said like week six to week nine. And remember, Jordan, we were arguing about this on one of the yeah. podcasts. I said he, I said he was gonna be later than you thought, but you know, talking to a, a certain person, he's gonna be back week one. That's, and that's this is absolutely insane. That's insane. That's like that's inhuman, bro. Uh, Jess, uh, the articles will be in the link in the description. Make sure you guys uh, check that out. But yeah, I believe like the early, uh, early Wednesday, May nineteenth, like early May, I dropped that article, and then a few days ago, uh, Sean Payton came and came out and said that. So, really excited for what Javante could do, man. I'm I'm just really uh, pumped to see the generational comeback he's about to have because we have not seen this very, uh, we have not seen this at all. Um, not very common in the NFL or just sports in general. Um, number four, Russell Wilson. He just like when. Russell Wilson is in the right offense, the right scheme. What he he has the right pieces around him. Russell Wilson's a beast. And Trav, I can see absolutely see like what you're talking about because what we seen last from him, he was not very good at all. So it's very reasonable. But even I could I would not even argue with you if you dropped him out of the top ten. Like last year, he wasn't that good. But I'm just basing this off of what I know of Russell Wilson. And right. Russell Wilson is like a top five player in this on this team, in my opinion. No, um, I so agree. One, yeah, still one of the better quarterbacks out there, in my opinion. So I gotta, I gotta put him at uh, number four. Um, so someone's uh, giving uh, Tony Jones Jr. some uh, hate in the comment section. Okay. That's crazy. Um, yeah, this is a good point too. Uh, Javante Media says Javante will be great with the blocking additions added. Hundred percent agree with that. The what the way that they're surrounding this offense with like run blockers and everything, it's like they're preparing for the ultimate protection of Russell Wilson and Javante uh, Williams and also some AJP Ryan. So really excited about that. Um, after Russell Wilson at number four, I have to put number three as Justin Simmons. Justin Simmons, we already talked about him, the best safety in the league. Um, definitely think uh, there's still work to be done in his game, but I, like overall, I feel like he's just in a complete safety. Um, I'm not ready to put him above uh, my number two player, which leads me for number two. I have Jerry Judy. Um, just all around what he did at that second half stretch of the season show me everything that I need to believe in him as a wide receiver uh, one. If I, if not that I already did um, just dog best, one of the best route runners in the NFL best route runner when it comes to, uh, you know, against man coverage, he can do it. He can do everything, man. Just route running ability. He improved his catching last year. Everybody, all these uh, Broncos fans that literally were just watching game and then uh, skipping a few weeks and then watch another game saying Jerry Judy has a major <laughs> drop issue. He, I, I go look at the stats. I think he barely dropped any passes last year. And if he did, like they were probably bad throws. So uh, he improved that game drastically last year. He fought through injuries, only missed two games. Um, I was talking to, uh, you know, we had uh, Jordan Lopez, um, our uh, new co-host. I was telling him, Jerry Judy, I love everything about what he brings to this team. Just the one last thing I need to see him get over is the injuries. Like, I need to see him get over the injury hump. That's the one last thing where before I can be confident that he can be the wide receiver one over the course of the season, I need to see him be healthy. That's the one thing about Demaryius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders. We were very confident that they would be, like, active week in and week out. One thing with Jerry Judy is I need to see him stay healthy, not get banged up with, you know, it's been he's been having a lot of issues with his uh, ankle. Um, it feels it feels like over the course of his uh, first uh, few seasons in the NFL. So that's the one last thing I need to see him get over the hump. Yeah, uh, no, I was going to say, like, I feel like with Judy's injuries, though, I feel like they were kind of – they weren't like just lingering. It was like he got tackled and they landed on his ankle or like, you know, it was kind of like it wasn't just I don't know how to I don't know what's the word I'm trying to 
could like spit out. They weren't just like lingering it injuries. It's always something like crazy that happens for him to get injured. But I think this season he'll be he should be just fine. I think so too, because I've seen like in the off season how he's talking about like how his quads are bigger and like why he's building so much muscle on his legs to break tackles and how he's gonna be the best version of him. So I think I think Judy, I think Judy's scheduled for a breakout year. A lot of people don't believe me, but I really do think he is. So yeah. That's awesome. And that, I didn't even actually know that. Trav giving you guys some insight there. Um he is apparently building his quad strength uh, and lower body strength in general. And that's something we need to see because like he does like uh someone who's a little bit skinny uh, on the skinnier side myself. I will say he does look like a little bit of a skinny uh, player out there. Um, but I, I would assume he's building strength for this upcoming season. I'm really excited to see that. Um, and then we're seeing like the opposite for uh, Russell Wilson. He he looked like uh, I'm not gonna lie. I don't want to beat up on him too much, but he looked like a bit of a chubby guy uh, week one um, against Seattle and training camp as well. And have you guys seen like an updated picture of him? This dude like he's losing so much weight. He's hey, ready to good. like, yeah, he's ready to be like a mobile like another uh, another going back to that mobile quarterback we once saw in Seattle. So. I'm really excited to see that. Even with the fact that we're going to be like a run, a first team, it feels like we're going to roll, be rolling him out of the pocket quite a bit. Yeah. No, I agree. I, 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 I didn't think nobody really noticed that. I thought it was just maybe because I was watching Russ more like game by game that, you know, the weight thing, like I, I, he was a little chubby, but I, but I don't think it was like a bad chubby though. But yeah, I'm glad absolutely. he, I just know, man, this, this offense, I just can't wait to see it. And I'm yeah, really hoping that we sign Kareem Hunt. I'm really hoping that we sign Kareem Hunt. I when agree with you there. Yeah, exactly. We need a running back three big time. And you were talking about uh, Russell Wilson, the uh, whole uh, chubby thing. Um, the big thing was like he, Nathaniel, him and Nathaniel Hackett were wanting to go into that season, him being a pocket passer, just a, predominantly a, pack, a pocket passer, when really that wasn't really uh, what was meant to be for him. Even at this point in his career, like him getting older, I feel like he's still, he's an elite quarterback when he's on the move, and they just didn't want to do that with him for whatever reason last year. Um, the only games we saw where we were re really winning was when Russell Wilson was getting out of the pocket, making plays happen off script. And like that wasn't no product of uh, Nathaniel Hackett's offense whatsoever. So I'm confident Sean Payton's going to do um, what you know fits Russell Wilson the best and fit his uh, fits his strengths. Um, yeah, seeing T TW, what's up, man? Brings up the same exact point. Scr sc scrambling way more, and that'll be uh, what makes Russell Wilson get back to the player we want to see him be. Uh, and number one, this is just like not even up for debate in my opinion. Patrick Sertan, best corner in the NFL. We are very, very lucky as fans to have this man. I feel like fans, our Bronc our fans are just so spoiled. We need to be way more appreciative of this guy because if we did not have Pastor Tan, we're probably like scrambling, you know, heading into the season, saying we need to sign some corner. We're in the draft saying we need to draft a corner way higher. Like Pastor Tan, absolute absolute beast on the field technician. He just does everything great. Like you can not find any discrepancies in this game at all. And the, the best thing about him is that he's a man corner. He's not afraid to jam. He's not afraid of contact. He doesn't shy away from number one wide receiver like most corners do. No, he's gonna he's gonna shout at you, he's gonna follow you, and he's gonna shut you down. I don't care what nobody says. I, the best performance I've ever seen from him was the Mike was was against Mike Williams on was it Thursday night or Monday night against the Chargers this year? Oh, uh, that was Thursday or that was Monday, Monday, Monday. Yeah. Monday. Sorry. He, <laughs> they were like recorded, like it was like every time they shot they on Mike Williams, it was like four targets, zero receptions. And every time they played the montage, it was just, Patrick Tate just had him in chains, strapped them up easy. Like I was just like, man, Sertan's crazy. He's crazy. Hopefully Adams is ready week one. 
Yeah, so I'm saying. Yes, okay. sir. Hey, I, yes, sir. I just want to say, man, thank you to the NFL for giving us the Raiders Week One. Thank you so yes. much. Thank you yes. so much. Because I'm, I'm, I'm ready to put this to bed. If I hear one more Raider fan talking about some, we own the Broncos. <laughs> yeah, you haven't beat us in such and such, <laughs> bro. I don't care. <laughs> Y'all have no rings. Y'all have nothing. Like, have fun with Jimmy G. It's crazy. It's crazy too. Because Devontae gonna be out of there probably after this season. If not at the trade, well, deadline. have you already seen like he's he's upset? Like he's yeah, like yeah. he's there's crazy. no chemistry I, in the locker room, and dude, I, I was just it loving dumb. it. Yeah, this is crazy. He like he, he's literally already announcing to the media that he doesn't see eye to eye with the front office. Dude, that is horrible. Who would? Like you, you Who bro, would? you just you just hired a new GM. You just got your new head coach, which is terrible hire. Um, I'm not even that like against Dave Ziegler. I don't think he's done a terrible job so far. Um, you brought in Devontae Adams. You got a really good first round pick and other players as well. But um, they already have so much disconnect in that. Like, if you're a Raiders fan, I'm sorry, but you're just like absolute poverty. Um, another thing that is like going a little bit off topic, but staying on topic at the same time. Did you guys see? I just saw this the other day, and I even see it whenever the schedule is released. Did you guys see the Chargers uh, schedule release? They put like some QR code, and apparently, like if you click the QR code, it took you like to some like uh, thing where it's like a job application, and it, it was like saying, "Are you a Chargers fan? Are you a Raiders fan?" If you click uh, Raiders fan, it took you like to a bunch of job applications, and was saying like get a job or something like that. I don't know if you guys peeped that, but Dude, that, no, that is cold. the funniest, that's, funniest thing I've ever seen. Their social media team is absolutely insane. No, that's that's crazy. That, I didn't know about that. That's hilarious. But, yeah, I mean, I ain't gonna lie. I just can't wait for this season, man. All these Raider fans. Oh, man. I, I, I hope week one, I want Judy. I, any receivers in cover. Like, I just want I, I want to throw the ball more to be running that game. Because they, no, they have no DBs. They have no corners. I just want to be honest. We haven't had a Raider blowout since like the Peyton Manning days, and I I really want one this season. I want us to just blow out the Raiders this season. That's one thing the football guys can give me. Just give me that, please. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Trav, how are you feeling about our schedule this year? Um, one of the big my biggest takeaways was having the Chiefs like two two games from the Chiefs in like the span of three weeks, and having it before your bye week. We've like for the I don't know how the last how many years we've had to worry about the chiefs at the end of the season now this year we oh, we get to knock out both of those games before the um before our bye weeks uh and in nine, week nine but how are you feeling about the schedule and how everything looked to you i like the schedule of course you know like i'm worried about the chiefs but i like where the chiefs schedule like where we play the Chiefs set and i like that there's not too big of a gap where they can like go study sean um so i think that you know where, where we play them week six, you know, if, if we come mm -hmm. up short, we can come back week eight and punch them in the mouth and uh, they won't have enough time to, you know, recuperate and all that and get it together. So I think that uh, I, I like that. And and honestly, I think we went 10 to 11 games on the schedule. A lot of people can say, oh, it's a biased take. I don't think it's a biased, biased taste, take with Sean Payton. Sean Payton's that guy. And we've seen that, you know, time and time again. He took Teddy B to, you know, win games. He took Taysom Hill to win games. He's took guys that are – you know, below average, and now he has a, a future Hall of Famer. So I think mm -hmm. I think Sean's going to do his thing. Yeah, I was actually excited for the schedule release. I thought they kind of made it a little tough for us early on in the season. I think it was um green. I think it, the schedule was I want to say Green Bay, uh, the Jets, the Chiefs, and it was another like kind of tough one before that. It was like four games in a row after our first four games that I was like, yeah, that's kind of a little tough stretch. But I think we could fight through it. I mean. 
I feel like the schedule was was really good because it gave us a little some easy games down the stretch that you know you never know how late in the season we need two wins to clinch it and you got two you know easier games than the rest of them so I mean I really like the schedule release and just like you said Sean Payton it's gonna be really exciting to see what he does with Russ I just hope our defense can come with the same energy going into this season we did lose some guys uh, a new coordinator but I'm just really hoping that our defense can just come back the same. Yeah, it was um so it was the Jets, Kansas City, Green Bay, and Kansas City. That that might be a little tough stretch, and then Buffalo and Minnesota. But I think we can get some wins in there, honestly. I think yeah. the Jets, I think the Jets, um, I think we could beat the Jets. I think everybody's hyping up the Jets. I think we can beat them. Is it a hard take to say we go five and oh? No, it's not. Um, now nah, I will say the only game Miami kind of concerns me because it's in Miami and that 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 could be like a trap game, but I think um it really depends on how our defense does. Cause I'm Miami with the Jets, bro. I hope they I hope Hackett comes in Denver and we just we give it all to him, bro. We we oh, pay yeah. Ro- we pay Rogers too for doing us like that. Yeah. I think yes, we beat sir. the Jets. I, I wasn't really too worried about it. I think we beat the Jets. I think we lose the first one at Kansas City. I think we beat them in the second one in Denver. Um I think we lose Buffalo beat Minnesota, beat Cleveland. I mean, I like that they gave us most of our tough games at home, honestly. They gave us a lot of like the tough games at home. So, yeah. What do you what are you guys thinking about the the division games this year? I like how they're like evenly spread out. How do you think uh, that's going to look cuz last year we've just struggled to win any division games. I'll say this for the for me, I think we sweep the Raiders. Um Ooh. last no, yeah, last year last year I had a splitting with them and they swept us, but I think this year we're not I think honestly the Raiders have one of the worst rosters in the league. That that's just me. Yeah, I think outside like it's it's really like if you go look at their secondary, their line like it's not that good. It's pretty terrible. So I, I think we sweep the Raiders. I'm gonna say every season I say we split with the Chargers. I think the Chargers win the one in so far, and I think this year we split with the Chiefs. So yeah. yeah. Um so, yeah. Are you going? Are you going to that uh, Houston game in uh, Sunday, December third? Yes, I already bought my tickets. Oh. Me, me and my brother will be there. I ain't a lot of tickets. Was kind of expensive. I, I didn't think what well, they were like. I, I didn't think it was gonna be like that much, but I bought them. I didn't care. Front row, business side. It's time, baby. Let's yeah. go. And it's Dude. perfect too because it, it, it's right after that little tough stretch, and the Broncos can just unload on the Texans. But D'Amico yeah. gonna have that defense playing really good though, so we'll see. Yeah, for sure. Those t- those tickets, man, they're definitely uh, a little pricey. And this, uh, wow. I'm going to the, I'm going to the Bears game, and like this is their last year at Soldier Field. So, and it's one of their first home games. Like, to the tickets are like Jesus. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm definitely going to the to that game. Mm-hmm. Um, but Trav, how are you? How how are you overall feeling about the schedule? Um, what do you think? Uh, how how are you thinking about this one shapes up? I know you said you are uh, about ten to eleven wins, but what's your like official record prediction? I'd say ten and seven is a safe prediction, um, but I think that there's a possibility that, and I know a lot of people are going to be like, "Oh, you guys are just saying that because you're a Broncos fan." Like, I think there's a real possibility to win 13 games on this if everything goes right, um, but the team would have to stay fully healthy um, all year, kind of like Kansas City last year. I mean, people don't take into consideration Kansas City only went so far because they were so healthy. They were healthy until the playoffs, and and that that's literally the biggest factor in football is, is health and coaching. And I feel like we have the team that could win 13 games with Sean Payton mm-hmm. if we stay fully healthy all year on both sides of the ball. And I think the defense, like pe- people like they're like, Oh, Averro, you know, was, he was a great DC, but like, what is his first year as a DC? 
And like you have you have Vance Joseph coming back, which is a, a tenured, uh, and I think he's going to do just as good. I think I think Avera was set up in a perfect situation, and people gave him all that credit. Like really, Thank yeah, you. yeah. Um, for me, my official record, I was going to go thirteen and four, but I'm going to go twelve and five because I think Cleveland could beat us. I wow. think Cleveland, yeah, I think Cleveland has a very like that. That's another trap game. They got Deshaun. It depends on they they can run the ball and their defense is very underrated, especially now yeah, they got Darius Smith. I think that could be much of a trap game. So I'm gonna go 12 and five. I think I don't really see a reason for us. I mean, I think minimum minimum will win 10 games. I think we win minimum 10 games this season. I'm not saying we'll win the division, but I'm saying I think 12 and five is good. I think we'll get like the fifth seed. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited for this season. We at bro, I'm gonna be talking so much shit about the against the Raiders fans on Instagram and everything. Bro, you best believe it. You better be here for it. Cause Raiders fans, and there's a specific there's a specific Raiders fan out there that I got beef with. I'm coming, man. I'm coming. Pause, but uh, I'm coming. I'm coming there. Broncos <laughs> Avenue has beef with Raiders fans. You heard it first here. Bro, nah. easily, man. No, hey, bro, I did too. don't don't feel bad. All the TikTok man, Raider fan, man, Raider fan. Hey, there's that, bro. There's that. Sorry to interrupt. There's that one Raiders fan on TikTok. I know you got beef with, bro. And he he called out our Tim Patrick uh, episode. I know, I know you. Uh, I think. Oh, he, oh he yeah, said that, yeah, 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 yeah. Bro, yeah. That, bro, that dude looks like freaking. I'm not gonna say. I don't want to. I want to get clipped. That's gonna be mean, but. <laughs> yeah, but, I don't like him at all, bro. Bro, he's so un, he's so annoying, man. I mean, but I mean, man, that that that's just Raider fans, though. Like, you already know how you already know how they, they think every year. Me and Travels on live, uh, about like want to say a month ago, and it was some dude in there. Travel, you remember the dude was talking about Jimmy G was was better than Russ? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> bro, people that have takes like that, like they're just they're like preparing for the future because they're gonna be in jail. Like the Raider fans, bro. Like they gotta, oh they gotta take the ankle bracelets off, bro, and, and do their thing, man. As Tim Patrick said, you know. That's, they all got pressed at Tim Patrick, bro. He's a he's an athlete, and he should hate the Raiders. He's a yeah, bomb, bro. He yeah. He talk, bro. He's talking. They're a group of fake thugs. To me, yes, sir. man, it, it's it's it, it's just hilarious. Like I, I just think it's so funny. The Raiders needed corner, and they went edge rusher, something that they already had. I'm not saying Tyree Wilson's a bad player. I I just, I, I just still find that so funny. It's just some somehow the Raiders just how like I, I don't get it, man. It's, it's Every time I just think about the Raiders, I just laugh. Like, I think Wilson has bust written all over him, and I, I, people can Sorry. say it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, he couldn't pass a physical for for how long? Like, well, and they just drafted him. It's it's because he went to the Raiders. Like, you have Chandler Jones and Max Crosby, and he took an edge with the seventh pick. Was it? They should have took Gonzo. Yeah, should have took Gonzo, Christian Gonzalez. Like so what? Taken, but I don't even know who the number one corner is. They gonna say Nate Hobbs. Nate Hobbs is such and such. I'm so yeah, tired. Bro, oh they still bro. call it. They still call him better than PS2. I'm like, like bro, like, are you being for real? <laughs> like, dog. Like, I remember it was like one stretch of like his rookie year. He was good. Ever since then, he has not been that good. And Raider fans just still use him as a flex. It's the most annoying thing ever. Like on TikTok, if I make like a cornerback list, where's Nate Hobbs? Nate Hobbs is top which one card. Like, Nate Hobbs isn't even good, and, and the thing is, is they act like he's like PS2, and he's just like a lockdown corner, and no. like he's just a slot corner. Yeah, he's not yeah, even good. yeah. I want to say first off, he doesn't even, he doesn't touch the outside. He's a slot, and he he doesn't even like. He's not even good. Like I, I would take Kawan with one with a cast, bro. Last year the, over Nate Hobbs, bro. On God. <laughs> wait, wait. Is this true about Jacob Martin? He went to the Texans. Yep, one year deal. He went back. That's crazy. Yeah, he went back. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, they finessed the shit out of us in that trade, but 
It was only a late round pick. I mean, and we still used him for the the reason we got him was to replace uh, just a little bit of Bradley Chubb. But um, man, what was I gonna? Oh yeah, okay. So did you guys see that post on Instagram from a few days ago from that Raiders account, bro? This is like the the best Raiders fan ever known to man. It at Raiders Resistance. Shout out to you. He literally put a, a he literally put a, a graphic saying the Raiders are trading for uh, Memphis Grizzlies uh, John Morant after you know the whole the whole situation. <laughs> <laughs> and the, um, yeah. the, in, in the caption at this point i'm not sure what john Brandt is doing come to the raiders for now and charles woodson comments on it he's like come on dude i was dying laughing when i saw that <laughs> literally charles woodson commented on that and he's like and he's not even like denying it he's just like come on man well yeah. uh i think that uh covers uh everything today any uh broncos news or anything uh that we missed out it's really just a dry point in the offseason right now honestly like we're waiting for otas uh next this uh upcoming tuesday um also i believe actually this is our last episode for the week so i just want to make the announcement next week uh we will not be uh, uploading any episodes on the podcast going live or anything um i will be uh spending some family time uh taking a little bit of a break a little kind of a vacation um i'll be having some family in town so family comes first that goes for everybody here um so the broncos avenue i think i'll still be writing a little bit next week um and posting obviously with uh, ota's beginning but next week i'll be taking a little bit of a family break so we will not be uh this will be our last episode uh for the next um week or so in next two weeks so um hope you guys enjoyed uh today's episode a live episode trav it was awesome having you on the show today man it, keep bro. killing it man over a 15k on tiktok one of the biggest broncos content creators out there um you were doing great stuff over there i always see you going live and just debating with uh these stupid raiders fans keep defending the throne man we got to have uh, more people you know like i will you. you know i will same to you guys yeah hey Absolutely. yeah but, yeah but thank you Trav, for coming on man i'm i'm I ain't gonna lie, I haven't been on TikTok lately because I think, me personally, I think TikTok is going to end up getting shut down, sadly. I don't know. I've just been hearing too much stuff. They're closing it down in some states. So yeah, I just Montana. On, yeah, so like, I, I, I've been on Instagram trying to build on my Instagram more, but um, I'm gonna get back on TikTok because I, I do miss the lives, man. The lives be fun. They are fun, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, thank you guys, everybody uh, that listened to today's episode live uh, here. We will have this episode also up on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Um, uh, so make sure you guys, uh, wherever you guys are listening, if you guys are listening on YouTube right now and you are not subscribed, you've not liked this video, make sure you guys do that right now. Give us uh, all that support is greatly appreciated. It'll be a while before we uh, go live and have any episodes up again. Um, but yeah, make sure you guys go uh, hit the like button, subscribe. If you guys are listening on Spotify podcast, make sure you guys hit the follow button, leave a five-star rating have notifications on so you guys don't miss our next episode uh we still we still have two broncos players to get to this offseason and i'll probably be able to get some more so make sure you guys stay tuned for that um hit the subscribe button make sure you guys do not miss out on those episodes thank you guys so much to everybody that popped in the live stream today all support all the comments you guys i missed so many comments just because there's a lot of people interacting here um i really appreciated you guys uh you know um you know, popping in here, put up some yeah, replays, sure. nothing wrong with the reruns. Uh, yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. The live stream will stay up on YouTube. So for everybody that is listening to this later after this went live, hope you guys enjoyed the, the episode as well. But yeah, I'm your host, Amir, with my co-host, Jordan Mackey, and today's uh, amazing uh, guest, Ice Trav. Thank you so much for being on the uh, show today. And by the way, make sure you guys um, follow him on TikTok, yeah. at X, uh, Ice Trav. Lots of great Broncos content over there. Always posting, always uploading uh, live streams, everything. Um, keep killing it over there, man. Seriously. But thank Appreciate you for being it. on the show. And he's Absolutely. funny as hell, too. He's funny as hell, too. So, yeah. Most <laughs> mid, mid, mid. All right, man. 
Uh, well, I'm going right. to go ahead and uh, cap everything off, but I hope you guys enjoyed uh, today's episode. Until the next one, peace. Peace. Peace.